Welcome to Basics with KR, a podcast series where I help you with the ins and outs of the stock market, including giving you practical advice on how you can start trading, start investing, and start participating in the markets with zero experience. Now, the very first thing that you need to understand in any sort of financial, you know, thing, whether you're trading, investing, whether you're doing something completely different, uh, whether you're into real estate or whatever it is, ultimately, and this is a very common term, but I just want to make sure that we are on the same page. You need to learn and you need to know ROI very, very well. And ROI, if you are uh, not aware of it, it is return on investment. And think of it this way. It's kind of like if you put in 10 rupees, how much do you get back in addition to your original investment? So let's say that you put in 10 rupees in some investment and after X amount of time, you are getting back 11 rupees. So in this case, your original investment of 10 would be subtracted. And as a result, one rupee would be the gain that you were able to make. And, uh, you know, that would essentially mean that there was a 10% ROI. And what that also means is that your 10 rupees was able to generate one rupee without you really doing anything. And this is the key part. This is why uh, so many people swear by uh, financial markets and investments in general. So the whole concept and the whole premise behind it is that your money makes you money. And why this is extremely important is for a few reasons. Now, the very first one being, let's say that your portfolio size or your capital size is, uh, you know, let's take a random number, let's say 1000 rupees. So uh, you have a total capital of 1000 rupees. And let's say that you are feeling like, you know, investing a bit and Uh, You do not want to take a lot of risks. So you say that, okay, I'll invest 100 rupees in stock X and let's see what let's see how it does after two weeks. And the remaining 900 rupees is just lying idle in your account because you haven't found anything else to do with it. So, you know, everything's all fine and dandy. And then uh, two weeks later, sure enough, you get a 10% return. So your 100 rupee investment made you 10 rupees back. So you're you're getting 110 back. Your total capital is now 1,000, uh, 1,010, not 1,110, 1,010. So, uh, you know, on the face of it, you might say that that was just a 1% return, but that is your a 1% return on your entire capital. Now you had only put in a hundred rupees. So even though your account size changed by 1%, you were able to make a 10% ROI. Basically, had you invested your entire thousand rupees, and that is uh, that would be poor uh, risk management, if you ask me, then had you invested your entire thousand rupees, you could have potentially made 1100 rupees. So that is the entire point of ROI. The, the thing is, you need to understand relative to your investment, how much you are making. Someone might say that, hey, I made a profit of uh, 10,000 rupees. But what if their capital size and what if their investment was 10 crore, then they barely made any return. 
and conversely what if someone says i made a profit of 3000 rupees but their investment was just 4000 or 5000 then that would be an incredible roi so uh, make sure that that part is completely clear because this is quite possibly one of the most important concepts uh, that you need to know if you are planning on getting into this if you already don't know this at least so make sure that we are on same page about that make sure that you have absolutely no doubts as far as roi is concerned purely because it's such a simple topic and it is so important and if you have further questions you can always message me or you can always uh, ask me that hey this is something that i'd like more explanation on and i would uh, you know make a more in depth episode or something on that or you know i'll see what i can do so that is roi again essentially how much your money how much your investment is making you now we'll move to another topic which is just as important so this is a term which is thrown around a lot and it's only really you know thrown around if you are actively trying to engage in the finance uh, community and if you're actively actively trying to trade or invest in the markets and you know you'll hear brokers saying it you might have heard me saying it in a few previous episodes or you might you know see your online platform saying that hey x percent margin and uh, yes that the word that i'm uh, talking about is margin and if you don't know what margin is it is not your profit margin or something it is it is definitely not that if the word margin uh, this is especially true if you're you know uh thinking about it from an accounting point of view because when when someone says a you know margin the first thing we think about is you know cost plus profit equals to sales that that sort of equation so that margin and this margin are almost completely different uh what this margin means essentially effectively and very simply is that if you put in 10 rupees if your account has 10 rupees worth of funds how much can you trade with now common logic would say that you would obviously be trading with 10 rupees because that is what you have but because this is the magical world of finance certain brokers and when i say certain brokers most brokers in this day and age will give you something over and above that 10 rupees so let's say you have 10 rupees cash put in your account they will say that okay if you are trading intraday we'll let you you know air quotes play around with 50 rupees now what that means is even though you have uh, you know put in 10 rupees cash of your own you're able to take trades which might cost up to 50 rupees so that automatically helps you uh, you know potentially make more profits because you can uh, you know basically you have a bigger capital pool so uh, you know if you if you could if you could if you were taking like 10 stocks you could possibly now take 50 stocks and that is effectively what it means now this is also commonly referred to as leverage leverage basically means uh, you know it's it's literally this and uh, it's it's essentially how much more uh, or how much additional money you can play with over and above your original investment so uh, now the thing is leverage and margin depends on a lot of factors 
including the markets that you're investing or trading in and it also you know it's very important to understand the time frame because unless you're into a certain type of market you will not get margin uh, or leverage whichever word you prefer you will not get those if you are carrying forward your position so you will only get those if you are trading intraday which means that if you're buying and selling the same day if not you do not get margin so let's say uh, you know i have 10 rupees in my wallet and or rather 10 rupees in my account and i'm trading intraday so uh, yeah so let's say i have 10 rupees in my account and since i'm you know buying and selling the same day uh, my broker will say that okay all right you can you know play around with 50 rupees and i'm using the word play around very loosely it's i'm not literally playing around because that would be very foolish but essentially that is what that it that is what it means now if i say that if i tell my broker that hey you know i'm not going to be uh, you know doing it intraday i'm going to carry forward this position then the broker will say that listen in that case i cannot allow you uh, you know to use 50 rupees i cannot allow you to play with 50 rupees you are only limited to 10 rupees so in that case i have effectively zero margin left and that is what margin is again this is applicable to some markets not all markets so we'll move to one of the markets where it is applicable so one of the markets where without leverage and margin it is near impossible to you know make a reasonable roi and i'm using these words purposely so you get accustomed to it if you aren't already is currency now fx or currency or forex or god knows whichever term you use is essentially buying and selling foreign currencies like usd inr and jpy inr and ur inr and we've got other pairs also like you know usd gbp and all those things but we'll stick to the inr pairs for now and pairs is basically a currency so usd inr is a pair jpy inr is another pair and so on now what you need to keep in mind here is that all of these currencies are sold in bunches it's not like you can uh, you know tell your broker hey i'd like one dollar or i'd like one uh, pound they'll say that listen this is we're not in the business of uh, giving you one dollar if you want to you can have one thousand dollars or you can have two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars but nothing in between so essentially the lot size here and the word lot size is important the lot size here is one thousand dollars because that is the minimum increment that you can have in any currency pair so if i were to say i i am trading five lots of usd inr that means i'm trading five thousand dollars effectively that is what it means and i cannot do like four and a half lots i have to do either four or five or neither so that is an important part and another important sort of term that is used often in the currency markets is the word pip and pip is pip and it essentially you know if you if you are familiar with basic maths then it is the fourth decimal place if essentially because if you look at any currency quotes you'll see that they are in four decimal places and a pip is the fourth decimal place of uh, you know the entire currency so let's say uh, right now usd inr is 71.30000 
थ्री फॉलोड बाय थ्री टाइम जीरो एंड इट मूव्स टू सेवेंटी वन पॉइंट थ्री जीरो जीरो पिप इफेक्टिवली दैट इज वॉट इट मीन्स एंड यू नो द पिप्स कैन गो ऑन एंड ऑन एसेंशली इट्स लाइक दिस द लोएस्ट वन ऑफ द लोएस्ट डिनोमिनेशन दैट यू कैन गो and this is also very the term which is used very very frequently so you need to keep that in mind now the reason why forex and fx and currency is used so much is interestingly because it it, it has a very high roi and again this is in most cases now you might be asking me that hey usd inr never moves from like 70 rupees to 75 rupees and how am i getting such a big roi how am i making money because if it moves a few paise here and there if it moves a few pips here and there it is not nearly enough to make money then how am i making money so that is a very valid uh, concern and question and one that i had myself the answer to that is something which we discussed earlier and that is margin and leverage if you have if you want to play around with 5000 you can do that in like between 4 to 6000 rupees so you can get the idea just how uh, crazy leverage can apply and think about it if uh, 4000 rupees can get you 5000 and then obviously you would have to do it intraday so you can't carry forward that position let's say you were to make uh, you know just like i don't know 10 on that so on 5000 dollars you're making 10 dollars which is a reasonable amount but in terms of the amount that you've put in in terms of your original investment of uh, let's say 6000 rupees 10 dollars assuming it's 60 rupees uh, the the exchange rate because you know that is that's going to be much easier for me so you would effectively make like 6 600 rupees on a 6000 investment and that is like a, a 10% roi so you know that makes it just so much more lucrative than so many other uh, investment avenues and I'll, i'll sort of do a quick recap so that uh, you know it's it's easier for you to understand again currency how it works is thanks to leverage and margin what that means is that let's say the usd inr rate is uh, you know 60 rupees so 60 rupees buys you 1 I am, you know, playing around with five thousand dollars, and I am making a ten dollar profit on buying and selling it. So let's say I buy it when, uh, you know, the price is low. I sell it at when the price increases, and I'm making ten dollars on that differential. In order for me to do that buying and selling, I'm giving six thousand rupees to my broker, saying that here, take this money and let me trade. in return i'm getting 10 dollars which is converted to inr which is 600 rupees again very basic math up till here now my 6000 rupees is giving me 600 rupees back along with my original investment which means that i have a 10% roi and a 10% roi is great so that is effectively and essentially why fx and currency is used so much and uh, the reason why i thought i'd you know record this especially because of forex is because this is something that i started doing last week or last last week and 
it's very interesting to see how it works because i myself had that uh, you know reservation and concern that what if you know i just don't make an roi because the price movements are so narrow you would be very lucky to see a 0.5 or a 1% change in the currency pairs mostly is going to be like 0.18 0.2 and so on so leverage and margin is how people make uh, money in fx in general it's very easy you can try out uh, you know the indicators again i'm i'm using the word easy very loosely you can use the indicators that we spoke about previously or you can try out price action or you can try out something else entirely uh you know we'll obviously get more in depth into the indicators and such later on uh in the coming episodes but you know this is like an introduction to fx now we'll move on to another market all right so in this episode i'm going to talk about certain different markets markets other than your regular equity uh which are widely used and you know why a lot of people uh, trade and invest in them so uh in this sort of episode i'll talk about fx the currency markets and in the coming episodes i'll talk about a few other markets other than currency and you know some important interesting char- characteristics about those markets so uh you know do stay tuned for those future episodes also again this one is only purely about the forex markets and the currency markets and uh, you know why they are important but before we get into uh, you know the specifics of the fx market i just want to introduce a few terms which uh, are extremely extremely important for you to understand and this is literally the basics basics of understanding them so uh you might have heard of these terms you might have not heard of these terms that's absolutely fine just pay just pay attention and make sure you're listening at a reasonable speed i know i tend to speak a little bit slowly so you know 1.5x or 2x completely fine and that's i'm talking about the playback speed so you can try that out that might help you uh you know understand it and feel at pace rather than feeling sleepy so yeah let's get started with that shall we now not all is uh, you know rosy as far as the the fx markets are concerned and that is because if you look at your regular equity stocks and if you look at your regular uh, you know whichever company you look at even if you look at indices you will be like that's fine pretty linear uh, does not look too bad whereas if you look at certain currency pairs in fact if you look at most currency pairs uh you will see that there are so many gaps and it looks very very untidy it's almost as if you are trading a stock which is you know ridiculously volatile and illiquid so do not be surprised if you see that on the daily charts of these uh, currency pairs that's just how it is and that's because uh you know these news based events can have an impact on these stocks on these uh, currency pairs a lot so let's say uh let's take the example of the uk general election when boris johnson was winning uh the gbp was up uh gbp inr was up like 2% or something which is crazy crazy high so such events can lead to massive increases and because these events are not just limited to elections they can also be uh you know result uh, results of macroeconomic data some other investment decisions so uh, or you know monetary policy changes and so on so as a result 
the currency pairs have you know they they fluctuate pretty wildly so uh, and this is valid for intraday movement also you'll see gaps 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 and only gaps so do not be surprised if you see that that is very natural and that is one of the reasons why fx is slightly risky because your traditional indicators might not work that is one of the first things that i observed uh, you know when i started that my regular moving average was just not working as good as i would uh, as i would have hoped so i had to switch things up a little bit and i had to use more of support zones and resistance zones uh, to exit and enter and uh, think things things worked out better so do keep that in mind because that is extremely important and uh, that is one of the reasons why fx as a market is slightly more risky uh, you know compared to your regular stock and you know the thing with uh, margin is that even though you're getting margin for fx the fact that you're getting so high margin can be a negative thing because your risk capacity might be of uh, let's say 10 rupees but since you're getting 50 rupees to play with your risk increases five fold if you are not managing it correctly so as a result it becomes very important to understand uh, you know how much money you are willing to part with to earn you know x amount of money and this is uh, completely related to risk reward which i have a video on on instagram so do check that out but it's extremely important to understand that because if you are not aware of the risks associated with these markets then you might uh, you know possibly not really have a favorable outcome so do keep that in mind before you get into it and yeah that that's 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 most of uh, what the fx markets are all right so i hope you found this helpful and informational i'm going to talk about a few other markets in the coming episodes and that's because uh, you know they are slightly different from uh, what you would typically be used to and at the same time i really don't want to overload you with information because this 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 episode itself is pushing like 25 minutes uh, if i can gauge it properly so uh, that's the reason why i'm breaking it up and yeah again fx markets do not just get into it for the heck of it or you might uh, or you will lose money should i say so be very careful and as always what i say is not investment advice i'm not registered with sebi or anything so you know if you end up making a loss don't sue me uh, because you know i'm 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 telling you pretty upfront and this is purely for you know educational and informational purposes so i just thought i'd had that little disclaimer here so i don't get served with notices and shit and yeah I, again i hope you found this helpful and informational tomorrow will be my regular uh, indian markets with kr episode or should i say today because it's almost 1 am and yeah see you in the next one